this world that's filled with so much noise and information, how do we really stand out and be who we were really meant to be? In this podcast, we focus on injecting you with positivity, optimism, and strategies all centered around helping you be who you were always meant to be in business and life. Be inspired to show up in your own skin to learn strategies, habits, and skills from others as we share our own life journeys and stories. There's no other you, and you know yourself better than anyone else. So be prepared to take away habitual tidbits, tactics that will encourage you to pursue and live your life, not the one others want you to live. Welcome to Stand Out Be You, where you don't have to be perfect, you just have to be you. Hello, welcome back to Stand Out Be You. Tequila here, and I'm your host. I'm bringing to you today another guest who is sharing their story of how they have managed to turn their passion and skills into a profit by helping others in business and life. I always love to hear stories of individuals who use their skills to not only help themselves, but help others as well. Our guest today, Toy Penny, is a certified holistic health and lifestyle coach with So7 Health. She is helping women to live a healthier life by showing them how to make the right healthy lifestyle choices in life, whether it be with their food or their schedules. What I loved about speaking with Toy is that she is juggling it all as a woman, as many of us do, and she doesn't hold back from encouraging you to simply be you. Today, we're going to hear Toy's story and her tell us about how she works with busy career moms ready to make healthy eating and lifestyle changes now using a holistic approach. Before we dive in here, I wanted to give you a little insight as to how you too can actually do what many of our guests are doing. You can too shift your skills and create additional income or even start a business. It's my mission to continue to bring to you stories of others on their path to their level of financial freedom. Individuals who are fulfilling their dreams, I don't know about you, but I don't want you to be left behind from following your path or your dream. So I put together a planner to help you start thinking about your next year right now. You don't have to start your year in January. You can start at any time of the year. It doesn't matter when you start. What matters the most is that you begin. This planner will help you think of where you are now and where you want to be. The only way you can change anything is to do something different, right? Well, with this planner a year from now, you will be glad you started or try to do something different. Start working towards your own financial freedom number and fulfilling your dreams. You can go to tequiladaughter.com forward slash best year to download it. Now, before we actually have Toy join us, just as a reminder, if you have any questions or require any assistance, you can reach Toy at so7health.com. And I will link that in the show notes. Toy, welcome to Standout BU. Let's get to know you a little bit more. Tell us about you and your story. Hey, Tequila. Just want to say, hey, thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. So you want me to tell you about how I got started? 
Yeah, yeah, let's get a little bit more into how you actually got started. We started talking about this a little bit beforehand, and everyone, all the listeners that are here, she started getting really good, so I was like, I need to press record. Let's go ahead and start it. So, yeah, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Okay, so actually, I'm going to uh, sort of rewind just a bit. I didn't tell you, like, beforehand. So I'm going to tell you a little bit beforehand. Um, so first off, starting off, I lost my mom at the age of nine to, to lupus. I was raised by different people in my family. So I went like basically from home to home, home. And I didn't know my dad until my senior year. So until when I was 13, I moved with my grandmother. My grandmother was a powerful individual and she is an entrepreneur. She was like the image of who I was supposed to be. You know, she was just like the prime example of who I needed to be. And so she was an entrepreneur and she worked really, really hard. And I saw that. So that's what developed the work ethic in myself. And so fast forward, I'm going to say the age of 15, she kept us in church. So I'm going to keep that in. She kept us in church, of course. So I was always in church. But the age of 15, a lot of, of my peers and my cousins and all those people started dating. So my rule was I couldn't date till I was, what, 17? And so anyway, they all started dating and all this stuff. And so I end up dating too. Dated this guy, whatever. Did barely knew whatever. She didn't inform me about sex and just all this stuff. So I dated this guy. Ended up getting pregnant at the age of 16. Had my child at 17. But um, didn't know that that was going to fuel, it was the fuel for the rest of my life, you know, for the energy for the rest of my life. So anyway, this, man, it just really, I, I stepped it up 10 notches after getting pregnant at the age of 16 and having her at 17. Graduated top of my class, went on. Right after I graduated high school, I went right into massage therapy school and then uh, enrolled in college as well. So I was juggling those. And then trying to juggle momhood and just, of course, trying to figure me out. Okay, fast forward. By the age of 19, I started working at this spa. This lady, I was her best employee. And then she propositioned me and asked me if I wanted to purchase the place. So I'm just like, wow. So I knew that I wanted to be a business owner and I just didn't know how. So I had some clients who were attorneys and we bartered services. They came in. They type up paperwork and all this stuff. They represented me in the transaction. And then next thing you know, we exchanged and I owned the business. So here I am, a 23-year-old, owning a business, single mom. So I'm trying to figure all this out. And I, I've always loved health. Always, always, always loved health. So I'm trying to figure all this out. And, and anyway, sold the bit, she, I bought the business and then paid the lady off in six months. So in six months, the whole thing was mine. And I'm like, okay, Lord, what do I do now? So anyway, it came really naturally for me. So I'm juggling motherhood. I'm juggling young in my 20s, bought a home, built the home. I did great with the income and everything, but there was something missing. There was a void. I was still trying to date. I was trying to find myself. I was trying to figure out you know, who I was and all this stuff. And on top of that, we was eating out every single day. Every single day we was eating out because we got home around seven o'clock. I had to juggle homework. We had to clean, you know, just all this stuff. We got home and one day I just decided I'm going to enroll in school. This is after I finished, was going to college online and all this stuff. 
So I decided I was going to enroll in school. So I enrolled in school and lo and behold, oh my goodness, this was the next venture that I wanted to, to go after. Then I think by the age of 27, I met this guy and we were talking, just all this stuff, who is now my husband. We were talking and he's from the U.S. Virgin Islands. And so to the, he took me to the Virgin Islands for my 30th birthday. And then the next thing you know, on the plane ride back, I got a word in my ear. It was the word of God that said, sell your business. So I'm just like, no, you're kidding. You know, so I'm not going to sell my business. So he's like, sell your business. So I said, okay. I stepped out on faith. Two months later, I hired a broker. He found a young couple that wanted to buy a business. They paid me cash and I was out the door. So I started, this is how I started So 7 Health with Toy. This was your first business. Why was it that you wanted to sell it? Because I knew that I wanted to get married. I wanted to have more children. And then I wanted to have the freedom to be able to be at home with my children, raise my children, and then have a career as well. The first business, I really didn't have time for my daughter because I was stuck in this brick and mortar place and had, you know, multiple employees and overhead. It was just a lot, even though the income was great. I mean, the income was excellent, but I would be overworking myself and that's not what I wanted. So I wanted to have the freedom to be at home with my children and raise my children. That's the reason why I decided to sell. Yeah. And that's where you are today, which you just mentioned the second business that you've started and tell us a little bit about that. So the second business that I started, um, of course, I am my target market. I'm a holistic health and lifestyle coach for busy career moms. And these are for uh, basically moms who are really busy, who have lost themselves, trying to provide for their families, trying to be a wife, trying to be a mom, trying to figure out themselves, trying to cook, trying to clean, but just lost themselves and they don't know how to get themselves back. Uh, whether that's health, whether that's career, whether that's spiritual relationships, whatever it is, you have just lost yourself because you're trying to be that superwoman. So like I said, I'm basically my target market. And I decided, you know, there's a need for busy career women who are trying to do it all. Yeah. Yeah. What I like about this toy is that from your first business, you actually redirected your second business in focusing on the total opposite of what you were before. Am I correct in that? <laughs> yes, yes. You know, massage therapy, whatever. But then I did have facials and nails and all that stuff. It is pertaining to health, but not the type of health that I'm doing right now. So yes, it's different. Now, is this primarily online, the second business that you're running now? Yes, primarily online. Now, I do teach fitness classes here locally. And so I have so many hats that I wear, but I do teach fitness classes on the weekends here locally. But mainly for my coaching and courses and all that stuff, yes, that is online. I know that more so it was because you were where you were in your position before as far as needing something different. But why did you decide to actually build the second business this way where it's just mostly working with the women? Because I love, love, love to empower women. I mean, I think women are awesome. I think we're amazing creatures. I just think sometimes that we don't know the power that we hold. 
And so I like to empower and inspire and encourage women. It's also a testimony and a ministry for myself when I'm helping others because we all go through basically the same things. And so when you're busy and when you're a mom and when you're, you know, trying to raise a family, trying to find yourself, trying to be a wife, trying to just do so many things, you just tend to lose yourself and you need encouragement. You need inspiration. You need all of that. So that old saying, it takes a village. That is so true. It does take a village. So that's exactly why I decided busy career moms. So tell me a little bit more about the title here of your your website is So Seven Health. So Seven Health. So seven in the Bible, of course, is completion. So I help you become the complete woman through your health, your lifestyle, your career, your spiritual practice, all of that. I'm a holistic health coach. And so it's the whole approach to health. When we think about health, we think about, oh, I'm not eating correctly or, you know, I didn't exercise this week. And it's not really about that. It's actually the whole approach. It's your relationships. It's your spiritual practice. It's your career. And it's also you, yourself, putting yourself first. I think that's really important to put yourself first. And so I help moms, busy career moms, really just put themselves first. Their family comes next, yes, but I help them put themselves first because without you, there will be no family. Yeah. You've had the roller coaster, the ups and downs. What's been your biggest rejection, do you think? And how did you go about handling that? Um, Man, I can say online is different from my first business. My first business, I basically use my hands, my smile, my everything to, to make money. And so that's just totally different from online. Online, I'm having to really, you know, get to know these people, make relationships and market and build. And, you know, it's just so much. But I can say definitely in these five years, I have definitely learned so much. And I didn't actually decide that I wanted to be online for about maybe a year and a half ago. I didn't know that I wanted to be online. But, you know, five years since I sold January of 2013, since then, I've gotten married and had a kid. And then now we just had another kid. And then, you know, so it, it was it was some breaks in between. So it wasn't me really focusing, you know, I was half focused, but half trying to plan a wedding and then trying to all that stuff. And then so we birthed, you know, our second child together. And so, like I said, there's been some breaks, but that's been the biggest objection to me. I'm having to use my hands. Now I'm having to really get to know people and use my personality, you know, online and all that stuff. And when you say it's a difference between the brick and mortar and the online, what would you say is the top difference or the biggest difference you think from a business standpoint? The first business I came from, it was already established, even though, yes, I brought in more business or whatever, but it was already established. This one is basically from scratch. So this is brand, that was brand new to me, you know, brand spanking new, building a business from the ground up and trying to figure out how to do that. Because like I said, the first one, it was already built up. All I had to do was pay cash and there we go. So like I said, the biggest objection to me, it was just trying to figure out and how to juggle both of them. Well, not really juggle, but just differentiate between the two. And just figure out, okay, brick and mortar, massage therapy, spa, you know, all this. And then now online. So that's just been a struggle for me. 
it was a struggle. Yeah, because there's a thing, and I always say this, and I've said this before on the podcast, is that you know that you know what you're doing, and you've done great when you were in the offline world in a similar situation, whether it be in your own business or a corporate or whatever entity that you're in. But when you try to get this online, you're like, okay, how do I pull all of this into this? Exactly. Online, you have to let people in your business. <laughs> you know, I came from being really private, you know, a private person and all this. Now you got to let, oh my God, you got to let everybody in your business, you know. So that was pretty different. That was pretty different for me. Um, yes, I had social media in my previous business, but I wasn't like on it like all the time, like I am now. And of course, we know social media has evolved in, you know, the last few years or so. But like I said, I'm having to be a little bit more open being online than I'm used to. And it's your story. You have to share your story and you don't have to tell everything about your personal, but you do have to let individuals know your story and how you relate to them. Exactly. So tell me about the breakdown of So7 Health. So tell me the typical person who they want to work with you, how they go about doing that. So there's either one-on-one coaching. I have one-on-one coaching. I also have online courses. I also do virtual tours, like health food store tours to help you understand how to shop healthy around the health food store tours. So there are several ways to either get in contact with me or If you don't want one-on-one coaching, you can do these courses online. Or I also, of course, have an email list and I send out, I write blogs as well. So I send out emails. I talk to my audience all the time. They know basically my life. They know I just had a baby. You know, they know everything about me, basically. So I'm a little bit more personal with my list than I am people on the social media. If you would like to start working with me, um, like I said, You can always contact me for one-on-one or if you want something on a smaller scale, you can enroll in a course or you can get, of course, my classes, my fitness classes. Now I do do those online as well. Or you can do, like I said, the the tour. Mm -hmm. So tell me, what is something that you think that everyone should try at least once in business or in life, that they should do at least once in life? One thing that they should do in life, honestly, I think that every woman should have something on the side. (laughs) I don't care if it's a shoestring business. I don't care if it's picking up cans. I don't care what it is. I think that every woman should have some type of business or some type of something that they do aside from family, aside from being a wife, aside from being a sister, a daughter, Um, just find something that you can do and that you enjoy doing on the side. Take time for yourself. Yeah. Why do you think that they should do something like that? Because we lose ourselves. We were born, yes, to be mothers. We were born, yes, to be wives. You know, God created us for other people. But before we were mothers, before we were wives, we were individuals. And he created us knowing who we were before, you know, we become mothers and wives and all that stuff. So we all have gifts. We all have talents. We all have things that we love to do. And so I really feel as though that every woman should explore that and don't put your whole life into my kids are my life. My husband is my life because you basically were created to be there first. 
you know, you are individual to be there first. And so you are so important first. I agree. I agree. This next question I'll ask you, Joy, is when you say this about women, and I know that you've been in both situations, and I've seen this inside of groups where there's all women, and they speak about this. You've been where you were the single mom, single woman with the business, and now you are the mom, and, and listeners, you don't get to see her, but now she just put her baby to sleep. So in the beginning, you may have heard the baby bouncing <laughs> around with the baby, but you've got the baby, the husband, you know, the kids, all of that, and you started a business. How were you able to get that support from the husband? Because I do see this mentioned or said a lot, and it seems like I've been seeing it the last couple of weeks. So how were you able to adjust to that? Well, I'll tell you, it was a transition. For me, it was definitely a transition. Honestly, I'm going to tell you, I still struggle with trying to let him be the man and handle things because I handled a lot, you know, being a single woman. It took me a while to adjust to, oh my God, I always knew that the man was ahead and all this stuff. I always knew that. But there's something about being that woman that provides, being that woman that just knows what she wants and goes after what she wants. It's something about a woman that, you know, that does that. That's, I think, like I said, every woman should have do something like that. But ultimately, we all know the man is the head and he is the provider. So that was very hard for me. And like I said, sometimes still do struggle with that. But I want every woman to know, like I said, is to have just something, just do something on the side, just so that you can just have your own individual personality, your own individual, whatever. But my husband is just an awesome dude. I really got blessed with an awesome dude. He supports me. He just supports everything that I do. Even from this little microphone, I was telling you this, this microphone that I got. <laughs> Even my whole office, just everything that I have, like he just supports everything. He helps me with the children. We just had a baby, what, three months ago. Um, when I tell you, he got, he got up in the middle of the night, even though he had to go to work, you know, the next morning, early in the morning, he got up in the middle of the night with me. He, I mean, he's just there. He cooks, he cleans, he's just super supportive. Not saying that every woman has that, but it's important to love yourself first and exude that confidence first. And when you have that confidence, he's naturally just going to follow. He's just naturally just going to follow you because you have that confidence. I don't care what you go through. You definitely need that confidence because when you have that, he's going to respect you and he's just going to go. He's just naturally going to follow. And sometimes you may have to be a leader. I lead, of course, sometimes, even though he's the head, sometimes I have to be the lead and I have to, you know, sometimes he can't get it done. Oh, I'll get it done. I'll get it done. You know, that's okay. I'll get it done. You know? So, uh, <laughs> and um, I'm just saying, you know, that's, that's how you have to be sometimes. Yeah. Toy, if anybody, any of the listeners, they want to connect with you and work with you because they are just like you, a busy mom, you have the little ones, a three-month-old, and you're you're helping them to be able to live a healthy life, which is what we talked about earlier, which is very, very important. Super important. Health involved in your business because a lot of times, as entrepreneurs or business owners, we tend to neglect our health. If anyone mm-hmm. is wanting to connect with you so that they can live a healthy business life, how do they contact you? 
Oh, wow. So many areas. Let me see. So you can email me, toy at so7health.com. You can Facebook me, so7health. You can Instagram me, so7health. Twitter me, so7health. Or you can just visit my website, www.so7health.com. Or you can give me a call. You can always <laughs> give me a call. <laughs> so 7 yeah. everywhere. They just type it in and they can find you. I will link that in the show notes. So to like this next part of the episode, I'd like to get into what I call personality questions. Um, okay. Which we've already started to dive into your personality, but I'm going to go a little bit deeper. If you could go back and talk to your 10-year-old self, about life what would you tell yourself wow first I told you I was a teen mom so if I could go back man I would definitely tell myself it's definitely not worth it (laughs) the more that you love yourself the more that other people will love you and so I understand that when you're in your teens or when you're in your young 20s or whatever you're still trying to find yourself and you know you're still trying to figure things out I just really hope that parents, especially with these girls, are really teaching them the importance of loving themselves and just pouring into them and pouring into, you know, their souls and telling them their beauty and they're beautiful, they're worthy, they're they're smart, they're intelligent and just all that. Because when a guy comes along and tells them that and they're not getting that at home and then the world is telling them that then, you know, they're all melting inside and just all this stuff. And then they give themselves to the wrong person. I think that was more of my struggle. It was a void. Of course, I told you I lost my mom at the age of nine. My dad wasn't around until I was 17 or so. And so it was a struggle trying to figure out if I'm worthy enough, you know, if I'm loved. Or even, even though my grandma was great, my uncles and everybody was great. Everybody was great, but it still was that void that was there. And I I was still trying to figure out all this stuff. And so here's this dude telling me something in my ear. And then next thing you know, I'm pregnant. Was he there completely? No, he was not. And so I had to learn that the hard way. But it definitely, I, I am a true believer that things happen for a reason. It is hard to say When my mom passed, like I told you, I was nine, but I can say now, had she not passed, I wouldn't be who I am today. My story wouldn't be the same. You get what I'm saying? And it may sound a little weird. It may sound, you know, a little funny, but things happen for a reason. And we don't understand why. And we don't understand why God put things together to happen, why they do, you know, but it just happened. So had she not passed away, I may not have been here. So things that happen sets us up for our future lives. Yeah, I totally agree. There's a thing that I always say that everything that has ever happened in your life, it has provided for you to be exactly where you are right now, where you were supposed to be right now, according to what happened to you in your life. Exactly. And when you're going through it, you don't know why, you know, you feel like, why me? Why this? Why this? You know, you're going through it and you just don't understand why. But then as later on, you're like, oh, that's why, you know? Um, And in my young self, I didn't understand why. I didn't know why. And I'm like, you know, even sometimes now you're like, why why me? You know, why, why was I chosen to be this person? Why was I chosen to be? I've always been a leader. I've always been a leader. I asked myself that. 
Yeah, and you were chosen so that you can actually be the individual who helps someone else in the same similar situation. Exactly. So the next question is, what's been the furthest city that you've traveled to from your birth city? The furthest city, probably New York was my furthest city. Place. I should probably say place. Yeah, but as far as my place, it was the U.S. Virgin Islands. And then this next one is, is a fun one. Is if you could be any animal in the world, what animal would you be and why? <laughs> if I can be any animal, boy, if I can be any animal, I love horses. Horses are beautiful. They're strong. They're intelligent. And they work hard. I really love horses. And then the last one here is tell me the story behind your name, Toy. My birth name is Italia. And so my mother nicknamed me Toy. Honestly, I don't know where they come from, but that's where she nicknamed me Toy. And so that's where I really go by is Toy. So she added an E at the end, T-O-Y-E. And she said you hear the name Toy in Italia. So, and so that's where Toy came from. I love it. And I'm glad that she gave you the short part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do you have any final words for the audience that's listening here today? Any final words before we get off here? I can say on my site, I do have a um, freebie for people who want to live healthy, but just does, don't know how. I have a freebie on my site, seven must-have basics for healthy meal planning. And this is basically just the seven staples that you need in your kitchen slash pantry at all times so that you can make a healthy meal for you and your family. It actually has way more than seven things. I put way more than seven things. I also put something in there that will help you healthy meal plan as well. So download the freebie. It's awesome. Great. Again, I'll put that in the show notes as well. So there you have it, everyone. Toy Penny giving us her thoughts and telling us her story and telling you how you can live a healthier life. As always, I thank you for joining us today. And remember to always stand out, be you, and that you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be you. Until next time. Wouldn't it be wonderful to know the chances of success for a new project, blog, product, or service before you dive in too deeply? Entrepreneurs, bloggers, and online service providers often create products and services, then throw every selling technique that they could think of to try to make it work. This is the exact opposite of the approach you should be following when developing new products and services. Determine the need first, then build your offer around that need. It's much easier to sell something when your product or service is in high demand. I put together a guide that will help you learn the exact steps to follow for determining if your product or service idea is even worth pursuing. You will learn how to use the tools available online and how to analyze the results of those tools. You can go to tequiladaughter.com forward slash test idea. Again, tequiladaughter.com forward slash test idea to grab it.